Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who have never dropped a Matthew Stafford pass. Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 311. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dash, and I mean dashing host Chris and with me is my good friend and co-host Case how you doing brother good Chris I just want to have fun okay well I do too you didn't remind me I need my hat <laughs> all right uh we got a big show today we got a lot to talk about first we're gonna do a review on the Bears game the big win over the Bears that was good of the most of the rest of the season the most winningable winnable game and we did it uh, we'll take a look at bevel and his chances to get the gig going forward is he wayne fonts or is he duran we'll see duran dick duran that was his name we'll see who he is we'll t- go take you around the division we got that going on and a whole lot more we got a great show lined up casey ready to go brother girls just wanna have fun <laughs> let's kick this off and break it down a couple of quick announcements first check us out and help us out on patreon special thanks to dylan from go um that's right of course our very first donor mathis brian b from i prevail all of those guys hang out with us in the slack chat it's the most intelligent lions chat on the internet straight up and i i, I gotta get i'm gonna call out one of our users today That'll which one fun. go ahead which one which one no 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 i'm keeping okay. it a secret Tell okay i want to call out one i call out a couple guys too much but it's just they're interactive and they do a lot of different stuff wisco i gotta call out which ah, is, it's the same one is it <laughs> is it dude theory is it the venn no, diagrams oh my no. god <laughs> so there's something brewing in the slack chat and this is this is good good stuff I really, really, really like it. I've, I've got some thoughts about what he brought today, and uh, we'll probably have more and show you more about that uh, as we go forward. But Slack Chat is the best place. If you talk Lions, there is no better place on the internet uh, to talk about the Lions and no more intelligent and better group of people. Uh, and I mean a really, really good group of people. Um, take advantage. Get to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Donate as little as a dollar a month. If you want to donate more, that's fine. You're going to need it during the offseason. You're going to hate life as Lions fan in the offseason without that Slack chat. Get in there. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get your donation going. Get in the Slack and find uh, the best group of folks that you're going to find on the internet that just happen to also be Lions fans. Give us a like on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. We're on Instagram. You just search for us and find us. And on Twitter. Go give us that follow. It's very important. It's very, very important to follow us there. But do not subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're at DET Lions Podcast. DET Lions Podcast. It's the very, very best place to see Case. 
with no pants on. People wonder why I say don't subscribe to the YouTube channel. The reason is we want to be very, very exclusive. And if you subscribe, then YouTube's algorithm takes over and we get these fake subscribers because it's recommended. So only an exclusive club of people should subscribe to us on YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast or YouTube.com slash DLP clips. No, don't really subscribe. Don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> you, you have just misled a lot of people here. <laughs> Reverse psychology doesn't work. <laughs> Rate us at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, I don't know, Amazon, all those places. There are not, weren't all those things. Go on over there. Give us those five stars. We love those five stars and appreciate those. Those are forever. Those reviews don't change. We need you to do the five stars. If you have something that you know makes you want to give us less, hit us up in the subreddit, the the comments in the in the Slack, <laughs> or uh, on the uh, the Twitter. Get a, hit us up. It's great to to hear from you and know why. And uh, you know we we make adjustments all the time. That's one thing that we do that um, makes us special. We are special in a number of ways. Uh, is that we continue to adjust and change the show and uh, try to make it better for everybody. Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word on Skype. That's the account, Detroit Lions Podcast. Or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave a message. Get a chance to hear yourself on the show. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit, and I feel like I'm in a little bit of a goofy mood today, Case. I, I apologize. Up I'm front. with you, man. It's all good. <laughs> people in the people in the chat on YouTube are, are saying I'm looking good. Um, I'm not sure if that's credit to you and your your little fix on my camera stuff, or if it's just because I actually like showered and shaved and acted like a real human being today. It's not you. It's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> no, it, you do. You look great. I really. I'm really happy with that. I'm glad we did the uh, the little changeover. Sometimes, you know, you just got to think about these things a little bit. And and wow, wow, wow. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. We want to talk about the Lions and the Bears. You guys may have heard they played this weekend. Uh, the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. If you hadn't heard, um, uh, Chicago came in the the favorites in Chicago, and um, Khalil Mack, that killer defense, uh, they just didn't do it. They just didn't do it. Mitch Trubisky, Lions killer. They love to say that in the broadcast, if you heard it. And I think it stung every time Chris Spielman, of all people, had to be the one to say that. But uh, we trounced him in the end. I wouldn't say trounced, actually. But we beat him in the end. We did what it took. We beat him in the head. We beat him in the end. We beat him everywhere they needed to be beat. Uh, came out on top at the end of the game. It was a fun, fun game to watch. That's the thing. And it's not just because we won. I, I thought that even when we were still behind and when the Lions feelings were creeping in at the towards as the clock was running down, I was like, this was really fun football to watch. Yeah. And I didn't feel like we were out of it. I didn't feel like the guys had given up. And that is I mean, that is important. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely not. You could tell they were having fun. You could tell. Matthew Stafford was out there even when he was unhappy because he threw that interception. And after the game, he talked about um Oh, I forget his name. Dang it. Off the top of my head. Well, he, uh, the guy who got the interception, he was ch- oh, checking right. his hands for pine tar. <laughs> How did he yeah. catch that ball? Cause, cause frankly to see a lineman catch a ball like that, that was, that was incredible. But, um, Stafford was all over the place, played a, played an interesting game, played a good game. It's nice to see him unleashed. And we'll talk a little bit about him and, and his numbers from Sunday and what that extrapolated would mean. Uh, I think people will be surprised 
and um, might think a little bit differently about some things. So, no, no, good stuff. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Matthew Stafford, first piece of the game, his play, uh, and some of the questions about him in the future. What do you got, Case? Yeah. Um, well, we talked last week, and I think we've been talking on and off about it all year. We're just not 100% what's going to happen. No, uh, sure what's going to happen with Stafford after this season. I mean, his contract situation becomes manageable. Uh, his age is up there. He's been injured. He hasn't been playing his best football. With all the regime change going on, it would make sense that now would maybe be a time. But then, you know, you go, he goes and puts up maybe his best game of the year. Um, during a time when you're looking at what's going on with the, you know, interim coaching staff and wondering how much of that is because of that, it, it is incredibly difficult at this point to say exactly what the hell is going to happen and whether or not Stafford's going to be asked to trade or anything like that. It is incredibly difficult right this second. And I don't think this game, I think this game made it more complicated than less complicated. I, don't I mean, disagree. I, I want Stafford to stick around for at least one more year. And I think most fans would prefer that. Not all, definitely not all. It's a polarizing issue right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he's not always been polarizing. If you, you know, uh, you know, look at the dregs of the lions fandom, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it's a polarizing issue. It'll be interesting. It'll be extremely interesting to see what happens. I think it's one of the more fascinating situations in the NFL this offseason, to be perfectly frank. Yeah, yeah. And and people, I've, I've seen some people discount, you know, uh, the influence of Kelly Stafford. You've heard me say it. You've heard me say it. And and I will say it again. She is a prime player here. And I'm, I believe Matthew Stafford has is the number one person that's going to decide whether Matthew Stafford is here next year or not. I'm just, I'll tell you straight up before you talk about trading or anything else, it's going to be up to Matthew Stafford. We've seen it with Barry. We've seen it with Calvin. There's nothing to stop people from walking away and you know, he's got his money. Uh, I would, I would, I would not be super surprised if I don't want to say I wouldn't be surprised. I, 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 it's a possibility. It is a definite possibility that he decides he's going to step up and, and, and leave the team and, and, and go on to a happy life and happy wife. Um, it's, it's interesting. House is for sale, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to feed the, the fire with that one, but it's just, uh, it's just an interesting kind of set of circumstances. He's going to be the first one to make the decision whether Matthew Stafford is back next year. Uh, next, next step after that, then you start looking towards, okay, well, now it's the team, right? I, I'm going to tell you, I don't think the team in its right mind lets Matthew Stafford walk away. And I'll tell you for yeah. a number of reasons. Uh, number one, the Calvin Johnson situation. You've lost one of your big ambassadors for the team because of that situation. Hopefully he... You Which, know, we'll see how that plays out with a new GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, hopefully, you know, he, things, you know, work their, themselves out over time or whatever. But they're not going to do it again, right? Barry, I don't want to say Barry's, you know, not going to be around forever. But Barry's not going to be around forever. <laughs> He's not going to want to come into into Ford Field doing the, the show and tell all the time. And, uh, you know, that's that's just something that, you know, to, to consider from an organizational standpoint. Um, I think that that's a, that's just kind of the situation that, that we're facing right now with, 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 uh, with, with the team and with Matthew, the other side is if Matthew, if, if the, you think the team is going to let Matthew Stafford go, 
Who are they replacing him with? And 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 everyone hates that question. Well, don't tell me I'm not a like when we say who are you going to replace the coach with. Well, I'm not a GM. That's not my job. I just know they got to go right. Well, you can't just go. You got to have a plan, right? You have to have a plan. So what's the plan for replacing them? You're not going to draft anyone. You're, you're drafting what 14th somewhere this year, somewhere around there. I'll I'll, I'll double check here where we're at right now. I mean we got some losses coming, but um, it's 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 an interesting interesting space where um. Who do you hire as a head coach if you don't have your star quarterback and you don't have a draft pick that's going to get him? You 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 just you just not right. You're, it's just not going to happen. Hey, booty, um, it's going to be a tough one. So uh, we'll see. We'll see um, how his future plays out. He he can he played great. I enjoyed watching him play. Let me tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna move this one little bit up forward since we're in the Stafford chat. Uh, this is from the subreddit. If Stafford repeats his numbers from Sunday throughout the rest of the season, he'll finish with 4,900 yards, 33 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. That's JB Super Troop put up there. Those are pretty good numbers thinking back to the whole season <laughs> that this team has played and the, and the low number wins. 4,900 yards is nothing to sneeze at by any stretch. Yeah. 33 touchdowns? I can, I can deal. I can deal. That's what? Two a game? And then 13 interceptions. Um, not bad numbers, not terrible numbers. And if you do, then throw the Patricia piece into there. You might see, you might see some, uh, some interesting stuff. So we'll see. Um, we'll see where, where Matthew Stafford ends up. Where's, what's your thinking, Case? You got to predict something. You can't, you can't ride the fence on this. You can't paint it brown. I mean, I do. If I'm straight up predicting, I think he'll be back next year. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, I, because I think next year is the the way it plays out. Then is you have a new coach, a new GM, or you have Daryl Bevel. I mean, if Bevel's around, I think the chances of him sticking around are super high. If he's not, it's it's lower. But I still think the new coach and the new GM are in a situation where they'd rather see one more year out of him before they make a decision, especially given the cap the numbers he has, because even though he has a more manageable cap, uh, if they were to move on from him this off season, it gets way better the year after mm-hmm. trading up for Lance doesn't work like a whole great deal. Um, <laughs> because you've only got five picks this whole, this right. Draft. And we're going to be far enough down the draft board where it's, it would cost everything and, yep. and we wouldn't, it's not yep. like we don't have other needs, you know, right. <laughs> we're yep. not a quarterback yep. away right now. Obviously we have a quarterback and we're not there. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and, and so many people don't remember life before Matthew Stafford. There's, it's just, you know, you've got, what, a decade mm-hmm. of fans here, 12 years of fans. I mean, that's me. That's pretty much me because yeah. I came in as a fan in 2008. That was really the year that cemented me as a fan. I was watching the Lions and rooting for them for a few years before that. But do you guys know who, do I, you, came in, I came in along with Stafford. So. Do you know who uh, held all the records ahead of Stafford? <laughs> uh, was it like Culpepper or? <laughs> Scott Mitchell. <laughs> Scott okay. Mitchell. If you guys don't no, remember I Scott Mitchell, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> and the gap <laughs> between Scott Mitchell and Matthew Stafford, you don't know how hard life is a Lions. You don't know hard life as a Lions fan because no team wins without a quarterback. Just ask the Bears. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Stafford is, and at thirty-two, he's old, but he's not too old. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and on a rebuild, this is something. Um, 
Ash said it in the Slack chat, and it's just stuck with me because it's so real. You'll know if a rebuild is working in... Sorry about that. You'll know if a rebuild is working in three years. Third year, you'll know. So Matthew Stafford, that's only that only puts him at 35. So the fact that I tell you he's going to be in on the hiring process, whether he makes a decision or not, he's going to have input on the hiring process. I guarantee yeah. he'll be in on those interviews. And Matthew Stafford will have his input to the hiring decision. And I'm going to tell you, people are going to listen to it. People are going to listen to it. You got Deshaun Watson saying who he can, he will. He, yeah, I'll, I'll play for Eric Bieniemy. You've got because the quarterback is such an important part of the team, such an important part. They get a say in it nowadays. It's different than it used to be. And uh, Matthew Stafford is going to have a say in this. And and I think all of that coming together is going to be part of it, part of this whole deal on whether Matthew Stafford is back or not. There you go. All right. I'll argue with that. Okay, let's get on to the next piece. Um. Let's talk about the defense. This defense this year has been a, a just a, a a mess, an absolute mess. And um, Matt, you know, okay, defensive genius Matt Patricia, right? That's what we had. That's what that's what we had running this team forever, and just decimated our defense over the years. We haven't been great. The third quarter has been our absolute enemy. Um, it's it's it's. It's so different, this last game, okay? And I want to talk about it a little bit in the way that the third quarter, we gave up no points. I think it was the first time this year we gave up no points in the third quarter. Um, in the last two quarters, we only gave up seven points, which is, again, unheard of. And Matt, you make that happen, and, and I can make that happen. Oh, Go Lions, C.J. Miller. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We got Matt saying he'll donate 50 if we say something. And I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I if he sticks it. around for uh, If, he, can, if he does it, I'll do it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you first, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it if he does it. Um, okay. Uh, where were we? Okay, so, so what happened? The first part of the game, uh, Corey Unlin said the team was told to go ahead and loosen up. They were given the opportunity to loosen up a little bit and play it a little bit differently. There you go, C.J. Miller. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. $5 for Go Lions! Um, the idea was they're going to play a little looser. They're going to play, have a, you know, as Bevel keeps saying, have a little bit more fun on defense. And you saw something, a couple things. You saw Jelani Tavai going right to the line of scrimmage on the snap of the ball instead of standing there like he used to, looking like he didn't know what to do. He actually yeah. played like a decent linebacker. You know, I'm I'm not we're not Hall of Famer here, but he played like a decent linebacker this week. He 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 did some okay things, but the the defense was not used to playing like this. It was completely different for them, and it took them a little bit of time to get with it. And then the second half, they came together pretty good, considering the de- the, the the slowness of this defense. That the the Quinn the the, the the Quinn the players that Quinn put on this defense, how slow they are, how well they played was pretty impressive. It was actually a, it was a serious step up, step up from what we've seen out of this team previously. And, and now this is something people may not have recognized because they, they're not used to it. There were ad- adjustments at halftime. <laughs> you can do that. It's not against the rules. Uh, some things changed. The, cha- the team adjusted and they came out and did some some really, really interesting things. So. I want to, and and I see Alliance for Life in the chat. Technically, we can still make the playoffs. Absolutely, we can. Nobody here is going to is predicting that. 
but we're going to talk through some some silly scenarios and some crazy stuff as well along the way. So let's let's. Be- but but we want to we want to ground this right be- before we get there. I I do want to say you know I'm I'm happy the Lions won. I'm always going to be happy the Lions won, but the Bears are awful. This was a six their sixth game in a row they lost. So before we get oh, too oh, is this gonna be a rub in excited. Is this your alt account <laughs> post that you had on our on our uh, right. did you see no. that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Let me let me go there and read this really, really quick because right. it was this is in the subreddit. Somebody posted um here it is. Remember when he gave Case a hard time about the Bears being oh, five yeah, and yeah, one? Yeah, and just yeah. didn't want to believe it. I'm not saying you're wrong I did to see that. feel yeah. that way, but I'm glad Case is right in the end. You, you wrote it. What do you mean you saw it? And I said, I'm They'll, glad they suck, too. and they always did suck. They just they were just masking it yeah. for the first five games, and and like even our game one, it wasn't like we it wasn't like overall we got beat by them by you know any any significant margin the first time we played them. Um, it, it was down to one catch. You know what I mean? It easily could have gone for us to win that game and us to lose this game. So, I mean, do I don't want to be the wet blanket. I mean, obviously that's the role I'm going to fill when things are high. I'm going to be low when they're low. I'm going to be high preferably. No wonder you're high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know, we did see some good things in this game. We did see the offense click. Uh, we, but we still saw a terrible defensive effort overall. It was awesome to see them with the with the game winning, you know, move at the end. That that's so fantastic to see. Um, but this was it was the Bears. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So let's let's put that in context. I think the toughest game of the rest of the season is absolutely our next game uh, against the Green Bay Packers. I oh, see yeah. a chance, okay, a, a a fight, a puncher's chance against the Titans, especially after their performance this last week. Um, I see a puncher's chance against the uh, the Bucks and a and, and a puncher's chance against the Vikings. I mean, yeah. oddly, this team could could come out. I wouldn't count us out there. of any game no. in the rest of the record. Maybe uh, you know excluding the Packers games, but maybe we we've always played the Packers tough, even when the Packers have been at the top of their game. So yeah. uh, before uh, um, I just want to put a side note, everybody in the YouTube chats complaining about you saying Stafford has missed too much time. I don't think that's exactly what you meant by that. Uh, um, Stafford has just had too many injuries over the last few years to assume his health over a 16 game season going forward. I think that's more what you were trying to get at. Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's not unreasonable. We all know that Stafford is an iron man who will play anytime he can play and that he played. He has one of the longest iron man streaks in the NFL. We all know that, that we weren't trying to, I, I, I wouldn't assume that you weren't trying to put that in any other way. No, so no, 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 not, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, Let's talk about the well. We're going to talk about the Packers game in depth more uh, a little later in the show. But I, again, I, I saw today, and we're, we're we're kind of on the defense right now. One of the things that I, I saw someone said we need to score thirty to forty to beat the Packers, and I was like, oh, not with this defense, my friends. We're talking twenty eight to thirty eight. It's all we need. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's it. Look, if we get in a shootout, we've got a shot. We've absolutely got a shot. If we get stymied and we get stuffed. Uh, it's going to be problematic. Well, what does that mean? That means we need 
Swift, and Galladay back in the lineup. We need Danny Amendola to play effectively good, good football. Uh, we need Marvin Jones to make some catches, and, and we need Matthew Stafford been... to deliver the ball. Yeah. Hey, and Quintez Cephas, what a what a oh. catch, man! How was like, that? Was that not like the most college play the Lions have had all, all yeah. year? I mean, it was totally. It was so fun. And that, that's what I'm talking about with with the with the game. How fun it was! I saw. Sorry, finish. No, no, no. It just felt like kind of watching college football, or, or or you know the backyard version of college football. You just point him deep and heave it up, and man, the the next gen stats on that are crazy on 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 the the catch percentage and the ability. I mean, it was the best throw by a quarterback all week by uh, all quarterbacks, which is incredible, incredible. I mean, you know Matthew Stafford can do it, and if you got a guy like Quintez Cephas who can catch a ball like that from Matthew Stafford, I think you you can you can look at some of these guys and say there's there's threats here. And there's an opportunity here, but I mean, for things for the for the Green Bay for the Packers this week, a lot needs to come together for this team in order to win. And I'm not, you know, I'm not putting my money on the Lions side uh, with it at, at least at a straight up bet. <laughs> All right, so we got the defense. Oh, the, oh, sorry, real quick. What I was going to say was, I saw somebody in the in the subreddit saying that Quintez was already a bust. I'm like, man, you gotta. You know, pump the brakes on that. He's a fifth round rookie. Give me, give us, give us a minute. And then sure enough, he, you know, comes up with a huge catch in this game. So, yeah. And I'd say not, not even what, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. But in addition to that, uh, that's the yes. And that's what I'm looking for. (laughs) Yes. And, um, Look at the team. Look at the team in its entirety and how they were playing and the personality of the team before the the firing of Coach Patricia. Um, there's there's something different in the air with this team. There's a development that can happen. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think if you want to evaluate Quintez Cephas and even what we got as a draft pick, you might be able to see a little bit of, of it as this year goes on. We'll see. But I think you're going to have to wait till next year to really understand you know right. where that is now. That being said, when we went through our draft picks, he was not listed as a win on on Quinn on the Quinn scale. So I'd love to see him pop up as a win. Um, but yeah, what, what, where where were we at? We were if we didn't include the most recent draft because it's pretty much too early to tell. We had about a twenty five percent hit hit rate from Bob Quinn, which is just incredible. Which is incredible, and I mean incredible in a bad way. It is absolutely incredible. <laughs> so um, I, I'm I'm thinking we're we, we're due. <laughs> with a dart and a couple balloons to do better <laughs> in our drafts in the coming yeah. years. So, all right, um, we'll move on. Let's see, Jamal Agnew. You you may have seen him out there. Um, his usage. I I know you want to talk about that. I just want to talk about the one play that stood out to me. He he had a couple of good plays. Caught the ball, looked good. It's like holy cow, this guy might work in the offense. And then we did the uh, the little sweep with him, and he stopped. Down. And he stopped. You, oh, why do you stop when you're the fastest? That. <laughs> not the fastest, but when you're one of the fastest guys on the field, why do you stop? Just run it toward it. You only needed six inches. Just keep running towards the sideline and get the angle, get the angle, get the angle, and get those damn six inches. And said he frigging stopped. And there was a couple things after that. He is, he will be the death of me. <laughs> Jamal Agnew is either <laughs> on fire or in a, a dumpster fire, right? <laughs> one or the other. Well, it's, and it's, it's always oh. been that way too. Cause I mean, he, he was a great, he was an all pro return man, but he had issues holding on to the ball. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, he's gone both directions this in his entire career with us, where sometimes you see amazing things and then sometimes that, I, well, and you, you, you said the play that I, you know, will stick in my mind. He had a couple catches. He had 24 yards for on a couple catches, but I don't mind using him. In the, I hope that he, I hope that this, that run was a learning experience. You know, that's all I can say about it is that I hope he learned something valuable from that because that was, Oh God, <laughs> even the tackle, it wasn't that great a tackle and he just couldn't, he couldn't move forward a, a few inches on it. Nothing. It was, it was sad. It was very sad. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was very, very sad. Um, so yeah, Jamal, I knew there you go. Um, a lot of hope. And every time I, I give up on him, he comes, he, you know, he comes back and does something amazing. Not this time. It was the, it was the reverse. I'm, I'm happy to see him kind of do, do something else. So there we go. Um, I do have to yell, do a shout out. I missed this um, on Sunday's post game show and all the excitement and fun. And just so people know, I I had been so busy with so much going on. I, I'd spent a week with no more than six hours of sleep a night, a couple nights with four nights of sleep. I was on Sunday. I was in a rough, rough place uh, just because I'll work and other stuff going on. Um, Sandman slow lights released and 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 damn it i have to he's been i mean the best thing to happen to the the post game show is sandman not is covid because sandman can't go to the season <laughs> the games right his season tickets yeah, didn't didn't work and it's not that i don't love you case but i know how busy you are with work and stuff and your schedule can get janky he's been just 100 percent there oh, every yeah. week no, that's and awesome it's been i'm great. so glad to have we need to divide, you know, <laughs> divide and conquer sometimes, right? <laughs> Diversify your interests. Yeah. So he's been great. I, I, I absolutely want to tell you. Oh, Green I actually would tell you guys. Go dollar, to, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> Sandman Lions on YouTube. Go to his his channel. He he did a tweet. He said, "If the Lions win this week, I will do the whole slow lights to kiss his love gun." And it's just glorious. I never knew I wanted the Lions to win so much, and they did. And he did it, and it was absolutely great. So Slam, Sandman slow lights. Go to Sand. Man Lions on YouTube, great, great channel. Every time they win, they put some. He puts some some great stuff together. So I, I as I've mentioned, I mean, when I first his videos, when he first started doing them, were huge for me in terms of reviewing game film because I didn't have access to you know the all twenty four. I didn't. I was poor as uh, all twenty two. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, and if it's if it's the Lions I mean sometimes the it's, field, it's, all, all, it's sometimes all it's all 21 or all 20 <laughs> that's good um, <laughs> um yeah but no they were huge for me when i you know early on uh learning how to look at film in, in different ways being able to see things in slow motion the way he he presented them so if i mean you want to see and be able to start evaluating offensive line play Sandman yeah, Slow Lights are the very absolutely. best video you can watch. You see stuff you never even recognize when you watched it. You yeah. can watch it three times at <clears> regular <throat> speed, and you'll see things you never, ever even recognize. So um, big, big stuff. I got to reiterate, too, some of the, the, the Twitter chatter this week. Hank Fraley, absolutely foundational. No matter what this team does, they need to keep him. Uh, Braden Coombs is another one. Um these guys, these are foundational. These guys are gems. These guys are pieces that you need. Look at how this team, this offensive line performed against the Bears. Cleo Mack, zero sacks. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. Um, just great, great stuff out there. They, uh, those, those boys, these are like, you know, second, third string guys out there playing and just 
shutting down Khalil Mack. That, there's a lot to be said for guys that get that kind of coaching and ability. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron hit me up. He says, he sounds like you need the CBD. Yeah, Aaron, I just need a better job, really. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, when it's time to sleep and you have the time when you can, uh, when you can go spend some time sleeping, if you're having trouble, the insomnia is getting to you. You don't get your good night's sleep. You wake up too early. Head on over to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get yourself some CBD. Take care of your body. Get rid of the, any anxiety you have, your insomnia. What are you smiling about? Get rid of your uh, your your pain. You got the pain. Definitely. cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Legal in all 50 states. There's two kinds that we talk about. There's actually three things. The cream is great for spot relief. If you're working out, you got some aches and pains as I've started to gain in my aging years. Um, it works wonders, works amazing. Um, the regular CBD stuff is is great. It takes care of all three things, anxiety, pain, insomnia. Um, but then there's this chill line. And let me see. I got it right here. Cool. There it is. This has got Delta 8 in it. And these are their gummies. These are gummy squares. Somebody was doing the gummy bears in Delta 8 and wasn't getting the effect. Um, they went to the gummy squares and they were high AF, they said. <laughs> this Delta 8 gives you a effect that is, again, legal, but very similar to something that you might think comes with CBD. It comes with a warning, don't you know use heavy machinery or equipment with this stuff. So um, this stuff is absolutely chill. It's their chill line of Delta 8. That stuff will make you feel good. The other stuff makes you feel good without feeling good, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so head on over, cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Use the lo- coupon code LIONS at checkout, L-I-O-N-S. You know how to spell LIONS. Gets you 55% off. A lot of times they have sales. It'll give you a little bit more, but you'll never get less than 55% off with the LIONS coupon code. There you go. All right. Um, move Can on. Butt in for just a second? Sure. I just maximized my screen uh, on our video for the first time today. What is on your face? And did you buy a Harley? <laughs> so this is remnants of November. <laughs> and it's, it's actually a pretty fun story. Um, so we did St. Jude right throughout November. We started on uh, November 6th. I think we did the original 24-hour podcast-a-thon. We got some great clips up for you guys to see if you're interested. Dan Miller, uh, Jim Brandstatter, and uh, Tony Ortiz are an absolute highlight. I recommend you go see that. But so I didn't. I didn't talk much about Movember, but I did that. You know, with a group at work, we raised some some money, and um, I, I kind of put this in place. I was like, I just don't want to do a you know the '70s pedo guy mustache, <laughs> the '70s porn star mustache. I was like, yeah, it's not me. And I was like, I'm gonna do something a little different. And I got this, and it's time to shave it, but. Um, my wife hates it. <laughs> so here I, I can't am. imagine why. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so yeah, it's just there for a little while. It's a lot of fun. And um so that's it. Um one other thing, I just do I do want to do a personal thing before I go on. Um PSAT results came out today. My boys top percent the top one percent in the nation. Nice. Congratulations, nice. son. Good job. Awesome. Good job, man. I'm super, super proud of you. All right, uh, TJ Hawkinson, Hawkinson, Hawkinson is on mm-hmm. pace to set a franchise record. Mm-hmm. Eric Ebron, on the other hand, <laughs> he's just doing Eric Ebron things. No, Teddy's Steve revenge. Bad, Teddy's that word is. <laughs> Teddy's revenge didn't put the Ebron part on it, but he did talk about Hawkinson and his uh, on pace to set the franchise record. If Marvin Jones hadn't had his spectacular day, uh TJ Hawkinson, our tight end, would still be our number one receiver, mm-hmm. which which hurts. And, and and then going back to what we talked about with Stafford, you know, if he has a day like he did, 
we're looking at 4,900 yards on the season. What in the heck? This is, this is, this is crazy pills happening in front of us. What's going on case? I mean, it's, I mean, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to talk about say. the good or the bad? Do you want to talk about that's, how, that's okay. Thing. I mean, it's, it's great to see development out of a guy, a second year tight end. He's, he's going to finish, you know, probably I, I'll have to look up the stats, but I would imagine top 10 tight ends in, in both touchdowns and yardage. Um, and he's only in his second year. So we're expecting third year is when you really expect a tight end to blossom into their full potential. Mm-hmm. He's, reaching close to that this year. And, uh, you know, uh, I think a large part of that is thankfully he hasn't been hurt this year much. I don't remember. Has he been hurt at all? I, I don't think he's missed a game this year. Little dings, has, little dings, but nothing major. Yeah. Okay. But he hasn't missed a game this year. I'm looking at his stats right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. And he's averaging over 10 yards, a, a reception. I mean, that's, that's great. We've seen him. There was a play in this game where they called it dead, but if, if they hadn't called it dead because it was not a hundred percent sure that the, that the defensive player even touched him, he got up immediately and started running for the end zone. And that's the kind of stuff you want to see. You want to see a guy who's like, he he's going to play till the whistle every single down. He, he trucks people. He, he jukes when he can, he just gets everything that he can get out of it. And I, I'm very impressed with him. Um, will he ever live up to being drafted? Number eight. I don't know. But that's not his fault. We just, not unless we, he wins the lottery. Right. <laughs> Not as a player he won't, that's for sure. Right. We we get to, you know, we have to love him for what he does bring to the team and what he does bring to the team has been very impressive this year. So Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. Uh Eric Ebron. Um, you have to love what he brings to the opposition. He not only did he have some crucial drops yesterday, um was it yesterday? No was it yesterday or was it Sunday? It was Sunday. Yeah, thanks. Oof. Um No wait, no. Well, yeah, no, it was that one was Sunday night. Oh, God, right? it's it throws me off when there's a Tuesday night game as well. Well, I'm still screwed up. That's Wednesday's day. game. What are you talking? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, two crucial drops, and then what a blocking job! As a matter of fact, if you go to, um, it's on our YouTube channel, but you can just search Eric Ebron gives up. <laughs> it's it's the first hit on on our on our channel. It's it's from way back playing the Bears. It's the most embarrassing Eric Ebron play, although he tried to surpass it this week with his blocking down by the goal line where they, that he absolutely gave up on and failed. Uh, still not nearly as bad as watching Theo Riddick dancing around in the backfield while Eric Ebron's looking at the sidelines with the back to the play going, because he's, <laughs> if his hands were only as, as sure as his cocksureness of himself. On a team as prolific as the Steelers are at the mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. for him to be as mediocre as he is, they are eleven I, and one, and I he is like, not the reason why. <laughs> I don't like dwelling on Eric Ebron, but well, I mean, he, he's not the reason the Steelers are where they are. That's no. absolutely certain. He's 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 like a clown. A lot of people don't like clowns. I'm not a, I'm clowns. You know, I'm, I'm not either way. I'm not whatever. But clowns are fun to laugh at. So there you go. All right, moving on. Um, Matt Nelson, Kevin Strong gave up zero sacks on uh, Khalil Mack. That's the Diane King. Um, this this is this is a testament again to Hank Fraley to the coaching on the offensive line. Um, this I said Matt Nelson, Kevin Strong. Right? I didn't say Matt Strong. I, 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 in my head, I just heard myself say the wrong thing. So if I didn't, yeah. I apologize. Um, who are these guys? What the heck happened? And why are we paying Halapaloti Vitae anything, much less like a custodian's pay? 
Because it's tough to find offensive linemen. <laughs> My favorite line about Vitae is we paid a guy a ton of money who couldn't even crack the starting lineup through merit in his career. What in the heck was going on there, Quinn? What in the there's there's this thing that Quinn has done. He's consistently downgraded every position. He's put himself in a hole by getting rid of people, trading people, and then downgraded the position. And I'm I'll I'll, I'll just use an, an easy one. Long term, I think this is the better thing. But Darius Slay for Jeff Okuda, right? Mm-hmm. He put himself in a hole by getting rid of Darius Slay, and then. We draft Jeff Okuda. Now, Jeff Okuda, I think, is going to be a great cornerback. Again, terrible coaching this year. Terrible opportunity for development with these guys. In the short term, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It downgraded. And it's his first year. It's, 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 yeah, right now, yeah. today, and this year, downgrade. But he consistently did that. He, he, and, he, and he paid a bunch of money for that. He traded guys away, let guys go, and then paid a bunch of money for somebody who wasn't as good. And I just don't understand what in the heck the thinking was from Bob Quinn. We, we've done his draft, and you, you folks who listen to the show know that, that Quinn's drafting has been just horrific. It's just been a train wreck. But his free agency plays haven't been that great either. And we'll have to dive into that here in the next couple of weeks, Case, because it's, an, it's just an abject failure. But watching these guys, two guys come up with Daryl Bevel's you know, first game and just ripping it and, and holding a guy like Khalil Mack to, I think it was three pressures but no sacks. That's huge, man. He is the one guy that you focus on first when you're facing that Bears defense. He is number one on your list of we've got to take care of this guy. And we got two guys who most people haven't heard of come in and take care of business. That's 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 really good stuff. And I don't know that they would have done that with Matt Patricia's fingers on the on the scheme, if you will. (laughs) I do think that Bob Quinn and I, you know, I actually think that he's an okay GM overall. Uh, I think obviously his biggest mistake was bringing in Patricia. Um, I think his drafting is mid-level in the NFL. Uh, You can do worse. I I feel very similarly overall, even though he's very different in terms of what he did, um, very similar to Mayhew overall in terms of ranking um, and and that he was just a mid-tier guy. But I do think what he had what he did on more than one occasion was try to outthink the room and failed. Yeah. And I think Vitae was that. I also think Wagner was that. Um, so, I mean, then those things do, you know, they cost him big yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Dan, hey, thanks. Thanks for the the words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, Don, you're right. Okuda is going to be better with two things, experience and God, he went to school this year. He was on an island. You put Okuda man on DeAndre Hopkins on you know on, on on the the number one receiver for every team he's played against he went to school this year and then you're absolutely right Don the uh get a D-line that gives him less than eight seconds to throw the ball <laughs> actually put some pressure out there uh changes the whole ball of wax Jeff Okuda is going to be a, a really really good cornerback I really really appreciate him and think he's going to be okay I, if I'm wrong I'm wrong right but he's got all the the athletic talent needed to be a great cornerback in the NFL, and I, I believe that he will. As a matter of fact, if you look at the auction uh, right now, that Jeff Okuda signed ball for St. Jude, all available, auction.detroitlionspodcast.com. All kinds of great Lions merchandise, including the toaster 
from the podcast that we use with the uh, the hot tub toaster party from year after year about how the Lions have done. All those things available for auction. You got Dan Miller who will record you a custom voicemail message. Can you imagine? Pack the bags, get off my line, whatever, whatever you want. You write it as long as it's, you know. Pace is gone. <laughs> whatever you want. You give him a script and he'll do it. A couple Galladay jerseys signed. There's some great stuff there. Get in there. Auction.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Every penny of these auctions goes to St. Jude. You can see we're at 17594.69 so far. And uh, we're shooting this auction to help push us over. We really, 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 really want to get to 20 grand if we can do that, guys. So again, stjude.org slash DLP. If you want to donate direct money straight to it, and that's all tax deductible, you get a receipt, the whole thing. Or the auction, there's some really, really great Lions merchandise. There's a Darren McCarty puck that says F Lemieux and actually has... Um, a sweet revenge and his signature on it. Uh, some really, really great uh, Detroit sports merch and Lions merch available. It's it's really, really a good deal for a good cause. So so check it out if you want any of that stuff. Ends on December eighteenth, so you got ten days left to bid on that stuff. And we will we're doing our, do our best to get that stuff shipped out to you before Xmas. So if you want to do it as a gift for somebody or something like that, hint hint, we'll do our darndest to make sure that you get it in time for the holiday. All right, let's see topic you had here case the team we've been missing a couple players as a result of injury um we came up we scored big i don't say scored big it feels big it feels big i mean can we talk we can talk about we can talk about whatever we want but the, the weight that's lifted off the shoulders with matt patricia gone i don't know i didn't recognize it it's kind of was like a little bit of a boil the frog kind of thing where it got worse and worse and worse and you just didn't recognize how it was getting that way and all of a sudden he was gone and it's it's just a whole different thing so anyway we've been missing some players to injury what's what's that mean for us and what does it mean for us next week well yeah i mean obviously we all know the two on offense that we've been missing galladay and swift i mean that is painful um it seems like everything we hear is that they're both moving towards playing again but there's nothing certain on either front um so the offense had a good week but there's a difference between the offense having good week Barely, like there were a lot of close situations and the offense having a good week comfortably because if the offense has a good week comfortably, if DeAndre Swift is out there and he's picking up chunk yardage for us uh, the way he was doing before he got hurt, you slow the game down. You don't get the opposing offense as many opportunities, that kind of thing. It puts you in control of the game in a much better way. It gives, it gives your, your defense, which is obviously struggling a break. Um, it, it, it all helps. It, it's all, you know, a part of the thing. So I very much hope that those two guys are back this week. It would be, if they're not there, it's going to make winning this game incredibly difficult. Um, on top of that, we got lots of other guys on the injury report this week and or, or last week, excuse me. We haven't seen the injury report this week. Um, and, and lots of guys on defense mm -hmm. and Tracy Walker and Sean hand Hunter Bryant and, and uh, Christian Jones was on there and he, but he played, I, I, not all those guys missed the game, but um, there was something about Deshaun hand that I saw and somebody complaining about him in the subreddit saying, you know, Oh, we all got excited that he, you know, his, his um, athletic scores matched up well with who was it? Chase young or, somebody, I don't remember uh, one of the top picks. 
And I don't think that anybody in their right mind was trying to say that Deshaun Hand was going to be one of those guys, but it, it just sucks that he's missed so much time with injury and been limited when he has played because of said injuries. Yep. I would love to see him at full strength. Whether or not we'll ever get to see that is impossible to say at this point. He had a lot of potential. Um, whether he still has potential is I, your guess is as good as mine. Um, the other thing that could happen this week is Trey Flowers could come back. I, I don't know that I've seen anything expecting that or not, but uh, it, it's it's always a possibility if what Trey if? Flowers come back that that does significantly boost our defensive line okay, um, and the rotation. So what if? Oh my goodness, you really went all in on that. <laughs> what if we've been sitting these guys just to rest them for the Green Bay game? Sure, sure. <laughs> Big brain okay. stuff over here, guys. <laughs> really? I just need an excuse to use that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's um, it's funny. I'd love to see. I mean, can you imagine Trey Flowers, Jeff Okuda, Kenny Galladay, DeAndre Swift all being back. I mean, Okuda's going to be interesting again against Devontae Adams. How did he do? What was when we played Green Bay last time? He had a tough game, didn't he? It was what our third game of the season that we we faced sure. the Packers. Was it? This is third, uh, second game, yeah, second I game of the remember. season. Second, it's been game. a while. Yeah. So it was after the torching by Trubisky of the whole team. <laughs> uh, second game of the season, Okuda played against Devontae Adams. I would love to see a rematch and see how things have changed over the season. Hopefully, he is healthy and able to come back and, and do yeah. something on that. Because, God, I mean, can you imagine? I, I, and look, I'm not predicting this. I don't want anybody to, to think crazy stuff here, right? Right. But let's just let's go to. I, you know, I played the Illuminati thing. <laughs> Let's go the X-Files thing. What if this team does go beat the Packers? What does that mean for the coaches? What does that mean for... Well, let's talk about that. Bevel's chances at a long-term gig, right? I mean, that's that's a big, big deal. Um, a win against the, the the Green Bay Packers. What are, the, what are we... I think we're up to six teams looking for coaches this year. Yeah, boy, that you know, this is how green, the, the, you know, this is how Wayne Fonts got the job, and he's the only guy to get a, a playoff win in the last two hundred thirty-six years. Um, it was as an interim coach. I don't think it's been that long, Chris, but uh, you're two, close. Two thirty-four, maybe. I don't. Know. But <laughs> um, it was Bobby Lane would like to have a word, but <laughs> um, it was as interim coach. He was not going to be the head coach. Nobody thought he was. And he came in, and the guys reacted to him. They played for him, and it was very much a he's a player's coach. He's there with the guys to have fun. And, and again, that was another great interview. If you if you go back to the, to our YouTube channel and check it out, uh, we did an interview with Wayne Fonts, and he had some great, great stuff to say about uh, what's you know what it was like to take over and how he took those guys. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, can Daryl Bevel win the team, win the players, and get his shot as a head coach in the NFL? This could be... A Wayne Font story. I don't think we have to win against Green Bay to make that happen, but boy, would it go would it go a long way to help in his case. Case, yeah, for sure. No, I agree completely. Um, and and we don't really know. Daryl Bevel will get an opportunity at some point in time, probably to be a head coach. Whether or not it's with us really depends on 
I mean, it, it absolutely 100% depends on the next four games. Um, and while I think, you know, the Packers are the toughest game remaining on our schedule, the other three games are interesting. I mean, the Bucks are an up and down team. Oh, they're so there inconsistent. Are weeks, yeah. <laughs> there are weeks when they look amazing and there are weeks when they look terrible. Uh, the Vikings have... They surged mid-season, but but I don't know if you if any of you watched their game last week. We'll get into this in around the division, but who boy did they try to lose that game? Um, and it was a game they shouldn't have lost. Um, they they managed to win by some very good fortune. Um, the Titans, who we play in two weeks, Whoa. have also Whoa. been struggling. Um, whether or not we can stop Derrick Henry, I don't know. That's a tough, that, that is really tough because our, our defense still very much struggles with tackling, but (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's, it's a minor issue. We'll see. We'll see. Do, do I think we could keep up with them offensively right now because their defense is bad? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we could keep up with them offensively. Um, it, it there are winnable games for them. I would say the Titans and the Vikings are the most likely, but uh, the Buccaneers there too. If if he won three games and they finished eight and eight, Ooh, I, the, the eight and eight. I thought that was the record that was going to save Matt Patricia, you know. And obviously, if Daryl Bevel can take them out of the hole and get them to eight and eight, that's that's an accomplishment. Yeah, that, that's huge. That's huge. Sean in the in the chat, even though he's in super chat, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say um, he says Derek Henry is going to run wild Gosh. on us. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel I look <laughs> here's here, so here's the thing. Yes, one hundred percent. All evidence points to you are not wrong in any way, shape, or form. But step two, Corey Unlin's defense here. We don't know what happens over the next two weeks as we, as we head towards that. So, a hundred percent yes, but something might change. And I'm going to point to Jelani Tavai's play against the Bears. His massive improvement. Now, look, when you're that bad, <laughs> a massive improvement. A massive improvement doesn't, doesn't necessarily you doesn't know, make mean, you a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he may be serviceable. He may be a serviceable linebacker in the NFL. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's, that could, again, that could be a stretch too. But if this whole defense can elevate the way we saw Tavai elevate and continue to elevate, this is interesting. This is interesting. This defense, and to Don, has been horrendous. Yes. The second half of the Bears game, it wasn't. It really wasn't. And the defense is what I would say won us the game with that turnover. I would say absolutely. So they, they deserve some credit for that. Could this be a change in the wind? We'll have to tell. This is like when we talked to the guy, what was it, two years ago, and I can't say his last name, I wish I could, about uh, artificial intelligence. The thing, like in basketball, they do all this, the scanning of the players and, it can, and, and computers can watch where players are and, and positioning and so on. And AI can tell them what play, plays to call and how to play a team and all that. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's just not able to do that in the NFL because the data set is so small and things change. Things could change. Not saying it's going to happen. The story isn't written yet, and we have to wait to see until when it's written. As we've seen, Pittsburgh was eleven and zero, and they lost. <laughs> they lost to. They lost to who? The Washington football team. 11 and 0 lost to Washington who the Lions won any given Sunday, right? You can say that. I'm not but if you if you stack them up side by side, of course, yes. We're we're not going to do great, but things are changing. 
it'll be interesting to see it play out and where it lands. We know where we think it'll be land, where it'll, we think it'll land, but boy, if it lands somewhere else, I'm I'm going to be the first one. I'm all about celebrating those wins. We had some folks talking. We were too happy after the the Bears win. It's likely our last win of the season. Why wouldn't you be happy? <laughs> Why wouldn't you celebrate it and take a moment? It's your last Have chance. Have some fun, probably, man. right? Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of the dirt, man. <laughs> anyway. If you like, it's funny for you and me who do this every week and, and especially you who puts in such an absurd amount of time into doing this um, and, and effort to have to say to people, enjoy the good things, you know, it, it's a, <laughs> have some fun with it. It's okay um, to be critical. We, okay we, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take this super seriously, but at the same time, we know to have fun when to have fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, and we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. So, all right. Um, so his I'm going to get some hate mail for that comment. I know okay. I am. So. It's okay. I don't like you particularly much anyway, so it's okay. It's just another one. Just put it in the Chris file. Uh, so his chance at a long-term gig, it really it depends on how he does. It'll be interesting to see how the story is written, how it plays out. Bevel, keeping this team loose, I like it. If he can win this team and this team can support him, it goes back to my, not my, the, maybe I'll just call it my theory, my coordinator theory, where... Wade Phillips and a great offensive coordinator could maybe make this team a bunch of superstars with a guy like Daryl Bevel as a head coach, right? Those coordinators are so, so, so important. And I'll tell you, Matthew Stafford likes Daryl Bevel. Matthew Stafford uh, enjoys the company of Daryl Bevel much more than he enjoyed the company of Matt Patricia. Uh, And Bevel was the big peacemaker there, according to what we've heard. Um, We'll see. We'll see what that means. We'll see how this how this plays out. This is definitely, like I said, a story to be written. It's one that is definitely worth watching, and we'll spend some time, you know, evaluating and looking as we go. Week one, uh, thumbs up, man. Thumbs up after we after week one, and for Daryl Bevel, he took the first step to becoming the 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 not interim head coach of the Detroit Lions. I think so. There you go. Um, you know, it's uh, it's the holiday season, and my balls need squeezing. That's a that's a throwback from years gone by, but that's the signal to let you know that in the holiday season, you do your shopping at Amazon. Go to Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. They give us a kickback, keeps that money out of Bezos' pocket, gives us a little kickback, helps us do all the things that we do, pay for the show, do all that other stuff. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Get your holiday shopping done there and support the show by doing something you remember, Casey, you were going to do anyway. Yeah, I Come know what you were going to say. Well, then I didn't know you if you wanted it? me to say it. I wanted you to say it. No, oh, well, I'll remember that. What, what happened to our chemistry case? <laughs> what, what happened to us? <laughs> it's just, you know, it's age not, of the relationship, man. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the romance? Uh, it's with Dan coming up real quick with a super chat. One more year with his offense. Draft a wide receiver in 21. And rest the speedy defensive players. If that doesn't work, fire sale and get what picks we can for 22. Um, I don't disagree. I don't think this is the year that you're going to be able to build this this team um, through the draft. You've only got five picks and you're going to wind up. I didn't, I didn't do my, my tankathon look. But, you know, I'm guessing we're around pick 14 right now. 
<laughs> it's you're not going to build a team with five picks at 14th in the draft, and you're not going to be able to trade for more unless you trade away your future. And that's the worst thing you could do with this team right now. This is interesting. This is 2021 is going to be a really really interesting year. Uh, the one thing that helps us is our cap situation, and um, we may be doing a little hog wild running around in uh, free agency. Uh, I'm surprised that um, Bob Quinn didn't, but then again, I look around and with the COVID restrictions on free agency, uh, players opting out, and um, just the what was available in free agency this last year, I don't think Bob Quinn had money had the opportunity to blow the bank to get that talent, and it kind of forced us into this cap position, so he couldn't use it to try to save his job. Thank you, Dan, very much for that super chat. By the way, I want to give you give you some love for that. All right, um, let's see. We're going ahead. Wow, we're looking ahead to Green Bay already. We're flying. No, we're not. We're already. We've been going a long time. It just seems like it's flying. Um, all right. Let's also, take- we're sorry. Uh, stepping back in the conversation uh, a minute ago, whether or not we end up with five draft picks on draft day will be seen because it would not be a surprise to see some unloading of talent this offseason. But yeah. we'll get back to that as it happens in the offseason. So. Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's, there's a lot of moves that can be made, but right now, the way things stand, you're going to have a tough time rebuilding. We need – and, and let, let me just hit on this really quick. Dan brought up a good point about getting a, uh, a wide receiver one in 21. I think if I look at this team, we need a pair of safeties, a pair of linebackers, a pair of defensive tackles, and a pair of wide receivers. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that in free agency in the draft this year to make this team a contender. Um, it's going to be tough, and I think that's also something that, that – Matthew Stafford's going to look at when he's making his decision. A lot of that's going to have to come at a high cost in free agency in order to get this team into a, a good position. But our wide receivers are, I think, one of the very, very worst groups right now. As much as you like Kenny Galladay, and Kenny Galladay has done some great stuff, he's just not a wide receiver one. I would love to get, a you know, of course, like a Debo Samuel. I'd like to get a great, great wide receiver in this draft i'd like to get two great wide receivers in this draft but it leaves us hurting so let's see what happens uh everson griffin's been ha- was, has been a good ad that was that was a much needed and good ad so you know yeah. you can do things in, in free agency and, and trades to to get yourself some help so we'll see how things go all right let's do a look ahead to green bay really quick uh case do you want to take the the mantle on this and kind of talk about what this uh let's talk about like matchups Talk about uh, injuries, if you know what their injury report looks like, and uh, what are some of the keys of the game here? Well, I mean, if you watched their game this last week, uh, Devontae Adams is still just unstoppable for most teams. It would be great if we held him, like you mentioned earlier, and I don't remember his stats specifically, but he didn't have his best game. Um, they do have an extensive injury report or they did coming into last week, Mm -hmm. but almost all of those players played. I think Corey Lindsley, their center was the only one who didn't. Uh, I didn't see anything about any significant injuries that happened this week, but we'll see. Um, they did struggle in the first half against the Eagles and it was kind of surprising that they, the Eagles, uh, looked like they might be able to make something happen, but, once the second half came around, it was all Packers, and uh, they are the one of the best teams, toughest in the <laughs> team in the division. Yeah. I don't think they're Super Bowl bound, but they are. They're easily a top five, well, a top three team in the NFC. Um, I was going to say top five team in the NFL. I'm not sure if they quite qualify for that, 
Um, but I, yeah. I'm, here's where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna call out Wisco, and I hope he takes this in the spirit it's intended because He'll take it I out. very much Hold appreciate on. him. Get what you fucking deserve. You <laughs> Joker ways. Yeah, I was going to say this for around the division, but since we're already sort of doing around the division type stuff, no, we're um, not. We're just doing Green Bay. Look ahead. I know, but we already did Chicago Bears. And no, no, we'll, we'll doing... save it because I still want to play the drop. I want to okay, get the okay. music. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll save my thing. Okay. Um, no, I mean it's going to be a really tough matchup, and 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 they've been doing a good job running the ball with Aaron Jones, so that's very difficult. And their defense does a solid job. So I mean. All around, this is not going to be an easy game for us to win. It's going to it's going to come down. I hope that we see a couple guys come back from injury because those are the players that would make a huge difference in this game. If we can get some uh, screen passes going to DeAndre Swift, that's the kind of thing that'll put the defense on their heels and give us shots down the field at Kenny Galladay. And you know, hey, maybe Quintus Cephas makes another one. I don't know. Um, Marvin Jones has been stepping up a little bit, but we all know that at this point in his career, Marvin Jones is a number two. Um, he's a he's not even a top end number two at the moment, yeah, I was but. Say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's a number two. I mean, I mean, not every number two in the league is going to get a thousand yards. You know, that's pretty rare. Well, he's at six hundred. I don't know if he's going to crack a thousand. Right, right. Year. No, no. But what I'm saying is, you know, that that's rare that yeah. a number two gets a thousand yards. So if he ends up with eight hundred yards, which it kind of looks like he's going to be, that's your typical number two. So I think he's a typical average number two at this point in his career. Um, Kenny is a low end number one. Um, if he's back, but it still opens things up. If you get both those guys back and you've got TJ Hawkinson working over the middle, you have, if everybody's healthy, I don't want to say this is a good receiving core, but it's good enough to keep moving the ball. Uh, you're going to need <laughs> Jamal Agnew to uh, occasionally spice things up. That's what I think this kind of game calls for. This kind of game calls for the unexpected, the weird plays. Yeah. Not something we've seen the Lions do much of, honestly, almost my entire time watching them. There, there are lots of games that end up getting decided because one team is the underdog coming in and they decide, well, you know what, F it. We're going to be weird this game. And it doesn't always work. I don't think it usually works. Right, right. Well, But and- I think that's the situation that if we want to have a chance to win this game, we're going to have to do some weird things, There's both on offense and defense. Something about this team that up until the second game of the season, they've been able to play the Packers extraordinarily well. That is also true. Much better than anyone would have ever expected in the years, but the performance in the rest of the games of the year. Will that continue? Will, will we see the second game of this season? Because, God, those Packers, they are, they are one of the best teams in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC right now. Oh, I disagree with that, but... Okay, we can talk about that if you want at some point. But I think they're they're one of the best, if not the best team in the NFC right now. Um, they're going to be really, really, really tough. Um, but we'll see. We'll see, right? Like you said, things can get weird. And the Lions have a history of kind of having a little bit of knowledge. They've, they've been splitting every year with Green Bay and losing both to the Bears, right? So <laughs> there's something about those Packers that uh, these lines have been able to work through, and just because Patricia's gone, it isn't be you know it doesn't mean we're not going to be able to game plan them right or, or scheme yeah. them. Um, people know what he was doing on our team. They know how they were looking at the the Packers because they were all part of that. So we'll see what happens. I think there's a little bit of a surprise in store for the Packers because they're not quite sure what kind of Lions team they're playing as well. Uh, not only you know can things get weird to use your phrase, but um, 
it's a new coach, right? Things are going to be weird. So it'll be interesting yep. to see. I am not calling for a Lions win, but this is going to be, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Even even mm-hmm. with a loss, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. The Lions are a heck of a lot more fun to watch now after Patricia's been gone. I mean, it's one game, but they've been a heck of a lot more fun to watch than they were for the entirety of the season previously. Just to finish off my point on that, I, the, the Packers just beat two of the worst teams in the league, in my opinion, and Bears and Eagles. So that's why I'm not as high on them as a team like the Saints. Yeah. That's that's where that thought train and was going. Do you going. want to say so, that Aaron Rodgers' arm is probably really tired for throwing all those touchdowns against those teams, so he's not going to be able to get any ball? <laughs> that would be nice. I do think, you know, man, it, it has been tough to... Uh, it has been tough to watch Aaron Rodgers in the hopefully twilight of his career. <laughs> God, please. Continue to be a monster. God, please. It's been frustrating. And you know what's what's even funnier is is people who not just people who, you know, are used to Stafford and don't know not having a quarterback for the Lions and what that's like, but the people in Green Bay, there is no chance they give it th- they get a third quarterback like Favre and then Aaron Rodgers and then whoever the next one is. There's no chance in the world. There is no world in which that happens. And they're going to be in this place very similar to how we were when we got Nate Freeze <laughs> with the kickers. They're going to be freaking out. And and no matter what happens with the Lions in those days, I am going to massively enjoy their pain <laughs> when that happens. And I am going to dance on the graves of all those people. Um Got a super chat coming in from Justin Young. Got to give him a big shout out. Thank you so much, man. $10 super chat. He says, I hope Sheila names herself first female GM in NFL history. The Lions would probably get some national love. You know, that's that's a really good PR thing. But I don't think for the the, 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 the team's ability, I don't think it's good. Let, let's talk about just briefly, and I know you're not prepared for this case. Sorry. Um, Amy Trask as a role like VP of football ops. Right. What do you think about something like that? I haven't I haven't really thought of it. It just kind of rolled into my head right now. Um, what do you think of her in that kind of a role? That you talk about national love, right? You would get media attention. You would you would you would absolutely kind of step into a position, um, you know, elevating the females in the NFL workplace. Right. And and she's she's got a she's big brain. Right. She's she's mm-hmm. absolutely a, a, a super, super smart woman with a, a great football <clears throat> mind what do you think of of someone like that or a move like that because i feel like the lions are too afraid to do a move like that for the gm because i think as gm it's just i, I just don't think that they're if it doesn't work right too many things are going to fall apart and the lions are already like wheels coming off the wagon kind of a situation you know what i mean i don't think they want to test fate like that um but they need a VP of football operations kind of role. Do you think she would step into something like that? And that could position her then for her next job as a GM somewhere? Maybe even here? I, I have no problem with it. Um, I don't know enough about her role with the Raiders, exactly what she's done and exactly what she knows to have a strong opinion on, to be perfectly frank. Uh, it would be if, if, she truly has the ability to do drafting, scouting, that kind of thing. And, and, and she doesn't even need to do that. If she's good at delegating those things to people who are good at doing them, if she's good at bringing those people in, I, Hey, I have, I have zero problem with that at all. I think it, 
that it would be, you know, it would put the Lions in a positive light in terms of the social climate that we live in for sure. And I don't think that's a bad thing. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little thinking. Have a little think on that again. This just kind of popped up organically thanks to uh, uh, Justin's uh, super chat there. Um, interesting, interesting concept. Do some. We'll do some. Th- we'll have a think on it and uh, come back to that next week. Thanks for that, Justin. Really appreciate not just the super chat, but the the homework assignment because I needed one. <laughs> all right. Um, wow, we got all that going on. A lot of stuff going here. Let's not forget about fanatics. It's that time of year. You're getting all your gear. It doesn't matter if it's your Michigan, your Michigan State, your Lions, your Pistons. Pistons looking like they know how to rebuild the team. We'll see. Uh, lots of stuff going on. You head over to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get the real deal stuff. Not the fakes. Not the knockoffs. Not from uh, China. This is the real good quality stuff from the Philippines. No, this is the real stuff that's that's made and officially licensed uh, for the teams. It's really, really top, top shelf stuff. Uh, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Send that out to your uh, your friends, your family, and everything. Get your, your holiday gifts. It's free. If you're looking for something that's team-related, any team, any sport, go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Okay, with that, we're going to wind Case up and get him to take us around I love that. <laughs> All right, Case, what do you got for us, man? You, We took you partway around the division. We took you around the block a couple of times. Now we got what left in around the division to cover. All right, like I said, here's where we call out Wisco, and I hope he does take this in the spirit it's intended because uh, he, he is one of our favorite Slack members. Um, but he tried to call me we out. Don't have favorites. On- we love them all the same. He he tried to call me out when I when I mentioned something about I, I don't remember if it was about the Bears or the Vikings or, or which team it was, but um, about how bad they had done this, that, or the other thing. And he's like, "Yeah, Case, I've been listening to you talk about how bad these teams are going to be, but they're still better than us." Man, I don't remember ever saying that we'd be better than them. If you want to go find that, I said, you know, well, this would be our opportunity if there was ever an opportunity. But come on, man. So it, <laughs> <laughs> Your revisionist history, you know, is selective hearing on that. Come on. Okay, let me let me put on my Wisco hat really quick. Shut up, Case. Eat a bean. <laughs> Eat a bean. <laughs> We've got that uh, that montage coming out of eating those bean boozled from the the twenty four hours. Oh Jesus! Don't bring them up, man. I get <laughs> nauseous just thinking about them. Still, Case actually vomited for those that didn't see it twice. <laughs> not on not on camera. Not on camera. No, but no. His, his reactions were priceless. It was great. Horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. I did just to, you know, drive home the point. Like I, I was right for the most part. I mean, the bears suck right now and it's a lot of the things they suck for are the reasons that I said they would, they lost a lot of talent. Hey, they got um, five wins. I'm just going to go back and say what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six games ago. They got five wins. <laughs> They, they've, uh, they're just, they do not have the depth on defense to actually make the strength of their defense, the defensive line work. Uh, so it, it's, it's just not, it's not working for them. Uh, the Vikings are doing better overall recently than they were early in the season, but they're still like, again, if you didn't watch this Vikings game that they, that it took them what it took them to win that game was, 
not a good look for them. Um, I would expect them, even if they make the playoffs, to be one of those teams that gets bounced real quick. Uh, the only thing I think, well, I mean, I came into the season saying the Packers are going to win. Uh, if you want to go back and look that up, go ahead. Um, <laughs> still better. Still better. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and, and it is 100% because Aaron Rodgers is blowing up, just absolutely blowing up. And it's so frustrating. It is, you get, you get to understand exactly the depths of frustration that maybe not 100%, but like 99% of the depths of frustration that the NFC East fans outside of Patriots fans got to feel uh, because there's just every time you think their wheels are going to come off, it, it just goes the opposite direction. It looked, it looked to all rights that a, they, he was not playing his best football B they draft Jordan love and there might be some tension there. And then he just goes out and puts up and, and they're, they're weak at wide receiver outside of Devonte Adams going into the off season or going into the regular season. Like it looked like they had crap and he still manages, he still manages. And it's, it, it is absolutely, it, it's incredible and I hate them, but it is incredible. And you have to admit that it's incredible. So it's incredible. Oh God! I wish I had that. Oh, do you want to say that's yeah. incredible? <laughs> do I want to say what? Oh, uh, our, what? What's going to get us fifty bucks? Or is he gone? I haven't seen him in the chat for no, a long he time. Ran. So Once I we said we yep. would do it, he ran. That's <laughs> scared. He's like, these guys are crazy. <laughs> they might show up in my neighborhood. We had a Packers fan in the chat who dared us to say something. He said yeah. he'd give us fifty bucks. Yeah. Well. I'll tell you again, there, Packers fan. We um, don't have that much shame, man. Like we would do that. <laughs> oh, I was, uh, I was gonna attack some stuff on the end. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Uh, GPG, f yourself. <laughs> but, FTP. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, FTP. If you're interested, you can go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com to the merch store. Uh, we got FTP shirts for you. You get. You can argue. Order them now and have them in time for the game. Everybody can be sitting around with your FTP shirts, showing off to your friends, family, and hey, you might not win, but at least you can flip your both your birds to whoever you got in your life that's a Packers fan. There you go. All right. Anything more for around the division, or do we suck it all up early? No, that's it. That's wow, it. Good stuff, man. Um, we didn't get Brian Rezepa this week about the on the You're Hired Guide to Working in Sports. Uh, we'll have him on next week. Uh, a little bit of, he, you know, these, these authors, you know, these authors, they get all these things going on. They get crazy scheduled. So we'll get him on next week. That'll be a really, really good one. Also, I, I just want to say everyone who's been following on Twitter, everyone who's been kind of listening or watching on the YouTube and, all, and, and using all the links, the CBD and all the other stuff. Just thanks a lot, all you guys. You know, it's it's. It's a long season to do these things. There's a lot going on, and you folks stick with us, and we absolutely are thankful and love you guys for for listening to a couple of knuckleheads talk about football. You guys are the very, very best, and uh, without you, we wouldn't be doing this. So, you know, it's getting to be that season, that time of year, and so we want to just say thank you to all of you for being the greatest listeners and uh, and people that take part ever anywhere. That's awesome. Uh, next show is on Friday. Pre-game show, we have Tony Ortiz and Jeff Risden. We'll do the, uh, it's our game preview. We do weekly. It's a good show. It's good, tight, uh, real radio style stuff, right? <laughs> we all pretend like we know what we're doing. Uh, and then Sunday, of course, the post-game show, we have that as well. Three shows a week. 
keep you guys busy, keep you guys listening, give you stuff that uh, you're not going to hear anywhere else. So again, thank you all for being part of it. We're going to wrap it up now. Thank you, Case. As always, you are the man. Remember, the show needs your involvement. Use the comments in the subreddit. Give us your feedback. We love that feedback. It helps us get better. And also, make sure to check us out on the Friday game preview. Look at that. I didn't have to answer you guys on the chat. It was in here already. I could just read uh don't forget about some patreon patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast i mean it you guys that chat is the bomb it is the best there's great stuff going there all the time it's not just lions there's barbecue there's beer home improvement hockey other sports it's it's great patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast if you get in there you do a monthly donation through patreon if you're not familiar with it and uh, we'll get you into the slack chat you can do a dollar a dollar gets you in it's 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 the right kind of bar to keep the right kind of people in there it's it's just kept it better than just about anywhere else it's a lot like the athletic does for their subscriptions it pays for them it pays for a whole lot of really good quality content it's it's kind of keeps the nuts away it's the same thing here keeps the nuts away uh check us out on facebook you know uh, you know how to find us on facebook instagram just do the search for us and on twitter that's the place we'd love to find you give us a follow give us a follow at det lions podcast det lions podcast and at case lions let's not forget case lions because at both of those places, you get different angles of case. <laughs> With no pants on? Thank you. Is that what you, is <laughs> that you, what you wanted? You. See, what happened to our chemistry? What, just ha- what happened to us? We used to be so good together. Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast. Dead bedroom. Oh, we're <laughs> Detroit Lions Podcast. Or call us the Lions Lions. I'm not saying it. At 929-33-Lions, 929-33-Lions. Five, four, six, six, seven, and be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can come in your ears just like we do with Case. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters because we're auctioning them away. No hot tubs, no problems because we're your Detroit Lions. We're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. <laughs>